Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas week. What is it, week 12 in the NFL? Brian, is it week 12 in the NFL? It is, yes. Week 12 in the NFL. We're recording this on a Tuesday because Thanksgiving is on Thursday. We obviously want to make sure you know our bets ahead of the Turkey Day games. So hard to believe it's already week 12. I know I probably say that every week. Whatever. Anyway, we are presented by the fine folks over at BetDSI.com. They do a terrific job giving you guys free money, and we all love free money. If you like listening to this podcast, you like placing bets, I've told you about them over and over again. So you know what? I'll just try it this way. BetDSI.com, use code Tucker15. BetDSI.com, use code Tucker15. BetDSI.com, use code Tucker15. BetDSI.com, use code Tucker15. Anyway, you get the drift. You get a free $15. Pretty cool if you go to BetDSI.com, use the code Tucker15. He is Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting. Follow him on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports, and interact with him almost daily over at Tuckheads.com. For those of you that haven't signed up to be a part of that forum with true Tuckheads, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. Uh you can also hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Very, very much appreciate those of you that go ahead and spread the word via social media with any kinds of retweets, tweets. It's awesome. Um, obviously, the Facebook likes help a lot as well. And you can always just take advantage of any of our sponsors and send me you a sponsor confirmation with your email, and boom, we will read whatever question you have for the great Steve Fezzik as long as you send a sponsor confirmation. So go ahead and do that. All right, Stevie, we had a good week last week, and special thanks, as always, to our buddy Todd Bergman, a.k.a. at El Birdman, E-L-B-I-R-D-M-A-N, on Twitter for tallying up our results, I think we were two of three 
on our best bets. I was up six units for the week. Steve, you were up three units, which puts me at up plus nine for the season. You are at plus 14 for the season. In terms of our best bets, we both nailed the Bears-Giants under. I think you're the one that convinced me on that one. So thank you. That was three units for you, Steve. Three big ones. I got two units on that one. The Miami Dolphins came through for us. Woo. That one was not looking good, Steve. But they came through at the end, down 10 nothing to win 14-10. We both laid the point and a half. So that was two more units for me, one for you. And then uh, the longest field goal over 45 in last night's game, Texans-Raiders did not come through for us. So uh, I guess I was one for one and basically just piggybacking off of bets you wanted to make. No, no, you, you're the one that decided to go ahead and pull the trigger, Ross, and that's ultimately what it comes down to. Like a mutual fund manager, you listen to everybody and then you make your decisions. Hey, I think we got a little unlucky in the Miami game and that we lost Brandon Albert and Pouncey to injury before the game started, and then Tunsil got hurt during the game. So the fact that Miami still was able to win the game, I think it's pretty convincing that those guys had played that they would have won that game fairly easily. Yeah, well, they still won. We still got it, so we'll take it, right? So let's get into this week without any further ado, Bri. All right, Ross, let's start off with the Thanksgiving Day game in Detroit, Minnesota at the Lions. Lions, two-and-a-half-point favorites and the total 43. Man, I'll, I'll be at this game. I'm calling this game nationally for Westwood One. So anybody driving around or whatever, uh, make sure you find a, a radio station and take a listen to me on on Thursday. Looking forward to this game. Both teams 6-4, and four, important matchup. We know one thing with the Lions playing in it, Steve. It's going to be close. It's going to be a one-score game, and it's going to come down to the end. I, I tend to think that the Lions win this game by about a field goal, so I am going to pass this game. I guess the the number that looked more interesting to me was actually the total number, 43, and so I'm, I'm leaning towards the over on that one, and uh, I just don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger or not. You know what? I'll put one unit on the over 43 for Lions-Vikings. Yeah, and of course, this is the game these two just played a few weeks back, and a game that Minnesota had no business losing. Their former kicker missed a couple kicks, and ultimately they finally took the lead at the end game. And then inexplicably, Zimmer, who some have said is the second best coach in the NFL under Bel- behind Belichick, kicked off from the 50 Ross with about. 26 seconds left, just kicked it out of the end zone, let Detroit start on the 25, and that ultimately let Detroit get a field goal. Um, was that absolute gut punch loss for the Vikings. So normally I would lay two and a half for Detroit, but because of the revenge from that loss, I can't do it. We're going to have to go up against each other on this total. I've got Minnesota rated one of the best defenses in the league, and right there at the bottom with offense, they can't run the ball at all, and because of that, Detroit is – the public thinks of Detroit as an over team, but they really have played better on defense. Stafford's great on his final drive. Not so good the rest of the game. I only made the game 40, so I'm under the 43 two units. 
Steve Washington at Dallas Cowboys, seven point favorites with a total of 51. So Dallas is getting all the love. Public team that's on a 9 and 0 straight up and against the spread run. That's really just pretty much incredible. Um, and the, they could have won the game against the Giants opening week here. But, you know, Washington, I'm taking a look at what they've done, and they could have been on a 9-0 and run themselves here. They lost that game week two against the Cowboys that they really could have won easily. And they should have won in London against the Bengals. They definitely should have won at Detroit in a game they gave away. So I think there's one public team that everyone's betting on, Dallas, and there's an under-the-radar team, Washington, I'll go ahead and take the seven points in Washington, two units. Yeah, the only thing that gives me pause there is that the Cowboys have just been so consistent, even against the Ravens, even when they get down. I mean, they still find a way. Plus, I really don't like the Redskins playing on Sunday night and then again, you know, Thursday afternoon. I mean, that, you know, that's especially bad. It's not like it was a Sunday 1 o'clock game. They played Sunday night, didn't get done until midnight. And now already they're on the field Thursday that early. So um, I'm I'm going to put a unit on the Redskins as well. I'm just not as confident in it as you are. I just think that they're a good team, and I like when I'm getting – I like when even if I lose by a touchdown, it's a push. So I'll take the Redskins one unit as well, and that's the best bet. The best bet. Ross, the Pittsburgh Steelers, six-point favorites at the Indianapolis Colts with a total of 50-and-a-half. So, Steve, you got to tell me, we're recording this on Tuesday, 10.37 a.m. Eastern time. It doesn't look like Andrew Luck's going to play in the game. He's in the concussion protocol. What has happened to this line and the total over the last 12 hours or so? Yeah, so it was 2.5 to 3, the opener, total 53.5. Vegas is acting like, it's 50-50 whether Luck's going to play. They made the line 6 and 50 and a half. I actually think that's a mistake because I don't think Luck's going to play. I think it's 90% that he's going to be out. It's going to be Scott Tolzien, I believe, and I think this line will go even higher and the total lower when it's formally announced. Yeah, I mean, as a result, I'm going to take the, the Pittsburgh Steelers to win this game by at least a touchdown against Scott Tolzien for two units. I'm not going to touch the total number, though, because I think the Steelers could put up a bunch of points. But two units on the Steelers laying the six, which I very rarely do. Yeah, and I hate laying points on the road as well, but I'll put a unit with you with Pittsburgh minus a six, a second best bet. The best bet. Steve, on to the Sunday games. San Diego, pick them at Houston. Total 45 and a half. Wow, really bad spot for Houston coming back through customs in Mexico, a game they absolutely should have won last night. Um, San Diego off a bye, and San Diego been really playing very well but losing every close game, and that means I don't have a lot of confidence in them winning a game that's lying close to pick them. I'm going to pass it. I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm surprised the line is pick them in Houston. Uh, but I guess the Chargers coming off the bye and the Texans coming off what happened last night, I guess I can see that. It's just, man, I still think the Texans are the more consistent, better team, but I'm with you. I'm going to pass it because of the circumstances that we discussed. I'm not going to pass, though, the opportunity to get free entry at DraftKings.com. Look, 
Thanksgiving is this week. There's no better combo than turkey and football. Unless, of course, your fantasy football season isn't going quite as you planned. And maybe your family won't let you hear the end of it. Here's how you get back at them. You use the code FUMBLE at DraftKings.com now. And you can play for free with your first deposit. That's FUMBLE to play for free for your share of over $100,000 in total prizes this weekend. Get back on the winning track. Get to DraftKings.com now. Again, DraftKings.com. Use that code FUMBLE to be able to play for free. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See website for details. All right, Ross. Tennessee Titans, three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Chicago Bears, total 43-and-a-half. Boy, the Bears. Looks like Cutler won't play. He's getting more tests. No Zach Miller. No Jarrell Freeman. We already know no Kyle Long. I mean, I, I guess they played decently in New York. But now without Cutler, I, I, I'm not a Matt Barkley guy. What's been the line movement here since that news came out, Steve? Yeah, so Tennessee last week was a pick and with all the bear injuries, three-and-a-half-point line adjustment. I mean, there's a big difference between Cutler and Matt Barkley. I, I'm not going to – I guess I just don't have enough faith in the Titans to lay three-and-a-half, but I would definitely, definitely lean that way. Yeah, I'm – I have my concerns about the Tennessee Titans, but I want every chance to bet against the Chicago Bears. They won't have much of a home field advantage. Oftentimes, you get injuries, and the team responds the first week. So Jeffrey suspended for four games. They're playmaking wide receiver. Uh, two guys on the O-line are hurt, including Long, who's really good. And you expect the Bears to play really hard that first game. But now it's all over. Cutler's out. More guys are hurt. I actually think Tennessee is a much, much better team. I'll lay the three and a half, two units. Steve, the Jacksonville Jags at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, seven-point favorites, 45-and-a-half the total. Yeah, I certainly lean to Jacksonville. Um, McCoy banged up. I don't know what his status is going to be for this game. Really difficult, hard-fought win in the Queen City for Buffalo against my Bengals. And one has to wonder if this isn't the sort of game that the Bills, after that tough game against Seattle also, suddenly go through the motions, start reading their press clippings, and gets decided by a field goal. So uh, lean to Jacksonville, a team I certainly don't trust. No, I mean, how can you? I guess the only good thing about the Jags is they always keep it close, which is why I'm going to put one unit on the Jags getting those seven points. Ross, the Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, four-and-a-half-point favorites, total 41 Right, and it doesn't look like they're going to have A.J. Green in this game or for the foreseeable future. No Giovanni Bernard. Not good signs for the Bengals. The problem is the Ravens just have a tough time scoring points. So I think this is a low-scoring game uh, for the reasons I just mentioned. I don't think the Bengals are going to score very many points without Bernard and especially A.J. Green. I don't think the Ravens score all that many points. So I know 41 is a low number. But I actually like it to go under that number. I think this is like a 17-14 type of game. I'm putting two units on the under 41, if you can believe that. I think it's a fine handicap. Uh, I think A.J. Green is not the best wide receiver in the league. However, I think he's the most important one. 
because when Sanu and Jones left the Bengals to start the year, all of a sudden he was all Dalton had to throw to, and so they are woefully thin without him and now losing one of their running backs on top of it. Hey, the Bengal defense should still be fine, so um, I'm actually going to go one unit on Baltimore because I think Cincy is a lame duck coach team that is clearly out of contention, but I like the under better. Under 41, two units best bet. The best bet. Steve, the Arizona Cardinals will be in Atlanta taking on the Falcons. Falcons four and a half point favorites are total 50 and a half. Sure, the stats are still good for Arizona, but all is not right for the cards. I tell you, Carson Palmer is showing his age that 100-yard interception return cost in the game against the Vikings and Atlanta coming in off the bye. I lean to Atlanta. I hate laying points in the NFL, so just a lean, but um, Arizona disappointing, really good team. I'm with you. I, I don't like I don't like laying four and a half points. You know, I just think the Cardinals have been good enough to at least be there in every game this year, and I think that that will be the case again this week. And then you got the Arians thing. He was sick. He's coming back out of the hospital. So I'm not touching this game. All right, Ross, how about San Francisco at Miami? Dolphins seven-and-a-half point favorites, 45-and-a-half total. Yeah, I mean, I think the Dolphins probably win by a field goal to 10 points, you know, somewhere in that range. I don't think they're going to blow out the 49ers, uh, and I'm not laying seven-and-a-half points. I don't have enough faith in the Dolphins to lay seven-and-a-half points. I guess, if anything, maybe I would lean San Francisco getting the seven-and-a-half, but I don't have enough faith in them, so I'm, I'm passing this game altogether. Can't do anything without the update on the O-line for Miami. If I had all my guys back, I would happily lay seven and a half because they're so much better than San Francisco and playing well. But they could be all, all be out again, and then they won't be able to move the ball like the Rams game. So i got to pass the game. All right. Well, speaking of the Rams, Steve, Rams will be in New Orleans. And they're getting seven and a half points against the Saints. Total, 45 and a half. Yeah, so the Rams had everything going for them against Miami with all those injuries and still found a way to screw it up and lose the game. I was all ready to jump on New Orleans here, and then I see that the line is seven instead of what I expected it to be, five. And so everyone knows the Rams stink. I have to pass the game. Yeah, that stinks too because I would have loved to have taken the, the Saints, Jared Goff, on the road in the Superdome. Saints are actually playing decent football, but – Seven is much, much too rich for me. Uh, the number I do like, though, 45.5 total. Uh, I'll put two units on the under there. Rams really struggle offensively, and you know, Jared Goff isn't going to help that. Saints have been better defensively, and the Rams defensively have been so good that I don't know that the Saints are going to be able to put up that many points on them. So two points on the under, 45.5 for me in that one. Ross, the New York Giants, minus seven at the Cleveland Browns, 44.5 total. Yeah, they're killing me with these lines. I just don't like – if it gets to seven or above, I'm usually out. I, you know, I, Josh McCown starting for the Browns. You know, Joe Thomas made the comments he made this week. I, I think the Browns will come out and actually play pretty decent football. Um, so, but I, I would probably lean Cleveland in this one. But I'm not gonna, you know, they haven't stayed within seven points in a month, so I'm not gonna actually take them to do that. I will though, put two more units on the under. I mean, this Giants defense has been excellent. 
They have some struggles offensively. The Browns actually held the Steelers to 24 points. So I'm going two units under 44 and a half. This is under week for me, evidently. And actually, this is a game, Ross, where I leaned over. Let me explain why. The Giants just played a game in a wind tunnel against the Bears. Their defense is playing much better, but Cleveland's defense is absolutely horrendous. But they play at a game with 25-mile-an-hour wind gusts against Pittsburgh. So I've got two teams that just played. Their final scores were very low because of the wind and the weather conditions. It's not going to be as bad, I don't think, in Cleveland this Sunday. And I hate going um, against trying to get to an under with teams that just had unders based upon weather. So I'm going to pass. All right, Steve, what about Seattle? They're uh, five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Total there, 45. So Dallas is the second-best team in the league, and New England's number one. I've got Seattle third-best, but I tell you what, Brian, when the playoffs start, Seattle will be the second-best team because they are trending upward. Russell Wilson has his mobility back. They started to have him run the ball for the first time all year, even caught that touchdown pass. He's recovered from those ankle and knee injuries. Given that, Seattle is a very, very dangerous team. But Tampa Bay has been playing better of late, and I could see them keeping it competitive. I will lean with Seattle. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably lean Seattle as well, although Tampa's playing really well. They're playing for a playoff spot. They're right there in the NFC South and in the wild card race. Uh, but Seattle's just too good right now. I'm like you, Steve. I'm going to pass this game. I'm not even sure which way I would lean. You know, I like getting five and a half points from Tampa, but you know the Seahawks usually take care of business. Speaking of taking care of business, take care of your own business when you go to place a wager somewhere and get free money that we hand out at my bookie. They match your deposit with a 50% bonus. All you have to do is use the promo code EVENMONEY to activate that offer. So visit my bookie today or call 844-900-BETS. Make sure you use that promo code EVENMONEY. The full name of the podcast, Even Money at My Bookie. And so they match your deposit with a 50% bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. Expert or rookie, you got to check out My Bookie. Sign up today and take advantage of that special offer using the code Even Money. All right, Ross. Carolina Panthers are at the Oakland Raiders. Oakland, four point favorites with a total of 50 and a half. I will be at that game as well, and I haven't been to Oakland in a long, long time. You know, they're also coming off a game Monday night. Meanwhile, the Panthers played last Thursday. They get extra time to prepare. I, I doubt Luke Keekley will play, though. That's a factor. I would probably lean Panthers in this one, but I'm going to pass the game. Yeah, very concerned about the reaction of the team to their win, Carolina. Looking, it looked like they lost with all the injuries they had and the reactions to it. And I'm concerned about Oakland coming off the big win, the phony win on Monday Night Football through customs and Thanksgiving distractions on top of it. So I don't want Oakland in this game either. I will pass. Steve, talk to me about, because I know you were tweeting about it last night, you very rarely tweet about a specific loss. Why did last night bother you so much? 
it was a, a matter of I had Houston, I bet it plus six and a half, and the fact that the refereeing in the game, it just seemed like I was one play away at, in the end game, one fair call away from locking up my bet. So third down and one, Houston picks up the first down, the refs spot it half a yard short, uh, half a yard behind where it should have been. Fourth down, they pick up the first down, and the refs do it again. And, of course, earlier in the game, Houston had a touchdown taken away from them undeservedly by the refs. And it just – you hate to blame the refs for a loss, but, Ross, it just sure seemed like every single call went for the Raiders last night. Do you agree? Yeah, so I would look at it like I don't know if any of them were that bad. I thought the third down Lamar Miller run was probably the worst one. The issue, though, in those situations is when – there's a bunch of it's okay. There's a bunch of questionable calls, as long as they're pretty split evenly in terms of who gets the who gets the call, so to speak. But it did seem like all of those went against the Houston Texans, which it's tough, man, really tough. And even if even Steve, if rather than going for it on fourth down, if Bill O'Brien kicks the field goal to go up by three, then you still win at that point. I mean, you, you lost in every way you could lose. And I really think also, and I know this isn't the way that the NFL wants things done, but if you're in the booth in New York, I guess it is, that's reviewing the, um, when, when there's an inquiry, and you realize, hey, Houston's gotten every bad call known to man in this game, and I know basketball refs do this all the time and do makeup calls, but you didn't even need a makeup call. You could say, you know, this one's borderline conclusive that they got the first down, but they got jobs so bad on every one of these calls We'll go ahead and overturn this one, but they didn't do it. Yep. Let's move on. All right. Sunday night. Is it Sunday night? Yes. Yeah, the Sunday night game. Kansas City at Denver. Broncos, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Total, 39-and-a-half. It's confusing on your sheet you're looking at, Bri, because of the flex. That's right. The the Jets were, were the Sunday night game, so they don't change the order of them. Um, on the gambling sheets. So, um, anyway, um, I would probably lean Kansas City here to bounce back after that loss at home and getting three and a half points. But the Broncos coming off a bye. Chiefs, I'm just not not so sure about in this game. I'm going to pass this game, but I would lean Kansas City. Yeah, it's right where I made the number, and you could make a case for both teams Coming out strong in this game, I'm going to go ahead and pass. All right, Steve. New England at the New York Jets. New England minus eight with a total of 47. So the Patriots' defense is certainly looking leaky of late. They're cruising to the number one seed, so you would think that they would do their best to keep Brady healthy and start running the ball more. Um, Great spot for the Jets. Off a bye. Fitz coming back. My numbers support the taking the Jets plus eight, but I tell you what, if there's one team as a professional gambler that I just refuse to bet against because all they do is cover 56% of the time forever, it's the New England Patriots. They do everything right every single game, and I just have a rule, try never to bet against the Patriots, so I'll lean Jets, but I'm not going to bet on it. I would lean Jets as well, especially with Fitzpatrick starting at quarterback and not Bryce Petty or Christian Hackenberg. But I'm like you. I think the Jets probably end up losing by 10 points. So I am going to pass that one as well. 
All right, Ross, final game, Monday Night Football, Green Bay at Philadelphia. The Eagles, three-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 47-and-a-half. So I like the Eagles to win the game. I mean, the Packers are just, at this point, they're a bad team. And, and you have to stop saying, well, I'm glad I did it last week. I'm glad I stopped saying, well, this is the week when the Packers figured out. I don't know that there is going to be that week where the Packers figure it out. But I also do think it'll be a relatively close game. And I'm not sure I want to get to the point where I'm so down the Packers where I'm laying three and a half points. So I would lean Philadelphia, but I'm not going to lay three and a half. I'm not there yet. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll lean Philly as well. I would have laid the three and bet it. In fact, I did lay the three and bet it, but it disappeared. And at three and a half, that's a huge difference. I think that two teams in the NFL, the Bengals and the Packers, they're used to contending, and I think that they could just fall off the cliff now that they're clearly going to be out of it. Philly's been very good at home. The Packers, the fact they had the wind against the Redskins in the fourth quarter and just got run despite having a 20-mile-an-hour tailwind in the fourth quarter speaks volumes about how terrible their defense is this year, that they get absolutely torched with the wind advantage over the top. Um, lean Philly minus the three and a half. That'll do it. For this week here on the Even Money Podcast, special Tuesday edition of the Even Money Podcast to get you guys ready for Thanksgiving and some Turkey Day football. We're both in the black. I'm almost. We're both almost in the black double digits. You already are, Steve. I got to get up at least a couple more units this week so that we can both say we're double-digit units in the black, which should be absolutely awesome. Love those of you that... Download us on multiple devices or give us the iTunes rankings, comments. All those things help so, so much. Amazon, PayPal. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast. All available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. Speaking of making some money, I know a lot of you from time to time, you're thinking about what you want to do with the money you have left over or to invest. Really think you guys should consider Rich Uncle's REIT. It's a real estate investment trust. They own commercial property, collect rent from creditworthy tenants, and then pay you a monthly cash dividend, currently 7% annualized dividend really ideal for iras great way to diversify diversify your portfolio but it is an investment so there are risks it's not guaranteed check it out for yourself at richuncles.com it's rich uncles reit a reg a tier two offering again that's richuncles.com or call 855 rich uncles either way make sure you tell them you heard about them from one of Ross Tucker's podcasts. Rich Uncle's Reed is seeking indications of interest concerning its Reg A Tier 2 securities offering. Any indication of interest involves no obligation or commitment of any kind. No money or other consideration is being solicited, and if sent in response, will not be accepted. No sales will be made or commitments to purchase accepted until the offering statement is qualified. This media outlet is being paid under $2,000 by Rich Uncle's for this single message.